Welcome, dear listeners, to the Social Entrepreneurship in Africa podcast. I am your host, Dr. Joyce Tamale, the co-founder and CEO of Capital Solutions Limited. In today's episode, join us in an enlightening journey as we explore the path of fostering resilience in teenagers. Our special guest today is Dr. Hani Fasengendo, the CEO of Stepping Stone Platform, an adolescent health expert, a certified personal coach. Together, we will unravel the complex world of providing affordable, age-appropriate integrated sexuality education, mental health awareness, and coaching in career and life skills for the youth. You are most welcome, Dr. Hanifa. Today, our theme is Building Resilience in Teenagers as a Social Entrepreneur, a Guide for Parents. Tell us about Dr. Hanifa Sengendo, your education and career background. And also our listeners would love to hear from you what inspired you to dedicate your work to supporting teenagers and fostering resilience in them. Over to you, Dr. Hanifa. I am Dr. Hanifa Sengendo Namala. My profession, I am a pediatrician, so I'm a specialist in uh, looking after children, and I'm also a public health specialist. I did clinical work for over 15 years, and um, eventually I realized and discovered that my purpose and passion was centered around raising a holistic child, but focusing on the teenagers. So um, hence, with that discovery of my passion, I was inspired and dedicated my work to teenagers. And I started an organization called Stepping Stone Platform. I needed to come up with something that they can use as a stepping stone to realize their full potential and be what they were created to be. And as I was really discovering my purpose as a pediatrician, wherever I would be seated in the clinics, I would see these teenagers requiring answers. Secondly, I am a proprietor of a high school. Wherever I would see them at school, they would be coming asking questions that are related, for example, to their bodies. And I kept thinking they really needed professional answers. And most of the time, because they are at school, I really, really started thinking and narrowing down that some answers need to be given to these teenagers at a point when they can actually be able to listen. Hence, I started a stepping stone platform with an intention of providing age-appropriate information, particularly in sexuality, mental health, career coaching, and game-changer life skills. Wow, that's really amazing. A holistic child using the stepping stone tools. Thank you so much, Dr. Hanifa. I would like to also know from you, what does resilience mean to you in relation to adolescents? Why do you think they need to be resilient? Yes, resilience is a a catchy word. First of all, our listeners should know that this world is actually becoming so complex. Resilience is a skill that helps these teenagers navigate challenges no matter what. So it is a skill that is so crucial at this particular moment when physically, mentally, emotionally, the children are actually growing. Resilience is so important that at this particular age, so that they stay energized, they build strong connections, and they stay focused because we know we are in this complex world. We are in the digital era. So resilience is so, so important as far as 
adolescents or the teenagers are concerned. Hence, we need to seize the moment by ably and intentionally talking about resilience. I am learning quite a lot as a mother of, of teenagers, so I'm sure listeners, you're really learning from the expert. And so would like to know again, your social enterprise provides integrated sexuality, mental health education, and life skills coaching. How do you relate these components to foster resilience in teenagers? Thank you very much, Dr. Joyce. Sexuality is so important, uh, and I would like to first bring to speed. Teenagers, we talk about sexuality or sexual health education. We don't talk about sex education. Sex education is how to have sex. And as a parent, um, I can't be party to teaching sex education to our teenagers. So really, sexuality education is a lifelong process. It's a teaching about our teenagers to know themselves, to know their beliefs, their attitudes and values. So sexuality is all embracing. It is one skill or it is one component that helps our teenagers communicate, be decision makers. Hence, we need to incorporate it into their lives. So. At Stepping Stone, we offer this integrated package, being mindful of what is naturally happening, integrated with mental health. Why? We know that the environment has mentioned that the environment, the world is so volatile. Our mental health is at stake. With this digitalization, with the foods that we eat, with the environmental degradation that is happening, we need to let our teenagers realize that sexuality and mental health are really, really very, very important. Health in particular is addressing the general well-being of a child. And we know that we cannot achieve what we are created to be if we are not well, if we are not healthy. So we incorporate all this and it is really, really so much related to resilience because remember, Resilience is about being energized, being focused to be what you want to be. Uh, Dr. Joyce, you'll agree with me that during this stage of team, children start, you know, admiring certain professions or admiring and showing certain potentials. Children start mimicking the people they would want to be as they grow up. So as we build that capacity, we integrate sexuality or sexual health, the life skills, particularly resilience, in addition to self-esteem. So we should help them, but using age-appropriate stepping stone tools so that they be what they were created to be, so that they start thinking about their next best version. Hence, integrating all this is very, very critical. Well, I love this and uh, learning never ends. So dear parents, we have an expert telling us some of the most important ways of managing and keeping our teenagers resilient. Now with that submission, Dr. Hanifa, what are some of the challenges faced by teenagers today and how about their parents? How have you supported to address these challenges as an expert? Uh, thank you. I'm also a mother, by the way, I have teenagers and I have old ones. 
I will begin by telling you that my older children that are not teenagers, they keep saying, oh, mommy, you are so different these days, the way you parented us. But I just want to say that we have challenges as, as parents, but also teenagers have challenges. Recently, as the stepping stone, we did a survey of major pain points. And we submitted this tool to parents and to our teenagers during our different um, engagements in schools. The issue of technology and digital, we all know that we are in the digital era. Parents mm. are complaining and they have challenges how to manage digital with their children. And the teenagers are saying that we have to be digitally compliant. We have to manage technology, okay? Mm -hmm. It is a problem for both of them. Issues of mental health and emotions. Our children are saying, and they are like, you know what? I am stressed. Exams are stressing us. Mommy is stressing me. Mommy doesn't understand me. At the same time, it is a pain point for parents. Parents are saying children of nowadays, we don't understand them. The parents are struggling with how should we make our children independent? because you will know naturally and scientifically, it has been proven that during that teen age, they want to be independent. Now parents are complaining. Our children want to be independent. How should we make them independent? The children, the teenagers are complaining. Our parents are not giving us the independence. We want to be a bit independent. So there is an intergenerational tension by the parents and by our children. Why? Because as parents, we have that fixedness. Of course, other issues are coming up, challenges. The children, because nowadays, if you have teenagers, you realize that they are growing faster than their age. They seem to gain more weight. They seem to know more than their age. So because of that, they have challenges of keeping up appearances. Recently, I had a, a girl who left school because of body shaming. Someone was telling her that your breasts are so big, you are mama. So they nicknamed her mama in class. So those challenges of keeping up appearances, you know, these days we see challenges of children trying to understand what the future holds. What are our goals? What do I want to be? As the baby boomers, our generation, we are saying you are either a doctor, a lawyer, or an accountant. The world has gone away from that. And the children are struggling to let us know as parents that, you know, a child can take up what their passion or purpose is. So those challenges, are, they are bringing tension. So what we are doing as Stepping Stone is that we have mentorship programs for parents and mentorship programs for our teenagers, particularly for the teenagers, we are affirming to them mostly that my body, my health, they should respect their bodies. Yes, I can. They should know why God created them. They should know their rights, but also affirm that rights come with responsibilities. For the parents, we have intentional parenting nuggets. And how we do is that we have school visits. We go to schools and we request schools to allow such professionals interface with our children through these school visits. We hold holiday programs 
you know that in Uganda, for example, we have vacation coming on. Many of our children, P7, Senior 4 and Senior 6, they are going to be focused. So we hold holiday boot camps or have That is a safe space where children, after being at school and they have been in books, we use games, we use inspirational talks, we use testimonies to instill the skills, the mental health um, mentorship. So we do one-to-one mentorships and follow our children. Some families are a problem. Some families need family-based programs. In the pipeline, we are coming up with a self-help app where teenagers will be able to interact with an app and interact with us as professionals to provide those unanswered questions, but in an intentional and in a, a more professional way. So basically, that is how we are able to provide uh, this age-appropriate information and knowledge to our teenagers. Amazing. I hear you on the challenges. I was smiling all the way. And so I'm sure all parents can, you know, agree to that. Uh, again, Dr. Anifa, how important is parental involvement in resilience building process for teenagers? And what role can a parent play in supporting their children? Oh, yeah. Uh, parenting. You heard me talking about intentional parenting. Let me tell you, my dear parents, the old saying that charity begins at home is more important now than ever before. Parents are gatekeepers of health. They are gatekeepers of trust. We should be gatekeepers of safe spaces. Hence, resilience that we said is what a skill that helps our children to be focused, to stay energized in this era that has a lot of destruction, in this era that is so volatile, anything can happen. So parents are really, really very critical. However, we also appreciate that as parents, much as we want to be role model, in this era that I've said is VUCA, it is volatile, it is very uncertain, complex, and agile. We have 24-7 work commitments. Children come back home. We are now in the holiday season. We are not at home. Having said that, we should really play our role. Hence, for us as Stepping Stone, we talk about intentional parenting. I appreciate positive parenting is important, but the intentionality in there is more important in order to build that resilience. I've said that the world is complex. So parents and the children have pain points. At a point in time, both of us are at crossroads. But you as a parent, you must remain the gatekeeper of your child's resilience. And for you to be able to do that, you have to embrace intentionality, intentional parenting. What does that mean? It means you have to be deliberate. Much as you have the 24-7 commitment, we have the technology, we have the peer pressure, all these things are happening, but as a parent, you must remain in the life of your child. You must be intentional in a way that you are deliberate, you are consistent, and let's be willing no matter what. So parenting is really, really important, only if it is intentional. Amazing. Parents, I think the message is coming home on a way we should be able to have intentional parenting. So based on that, you have already shared some tips on digital age, you know, technology. So would love to know at least a tip 
on how does technology impact the resilience of teenagers and what advice do you have for parents navigating this aspect? Exactly. I like when you bring in the digital age. Some parents keep telling me, you know, we have a WhatsApp group that has parents and we keep discussing. And parents were saying, you know what, Dr. Hanifa, for me, my S6 child, who is uh, 17 years, I am not going to give them any gadget. And I'm like, oh my God, the digital era is here to stay. Digital age has positive and negative impact on resilience. But because we are in the digital era, we need to pick up the positive, build on them, sharpen them, and ensure that our children get the positive impact as far as resilience is concerned. We have so many, so many testimonies. I mean, our children can be able to use the digital platforms to get testimonies of how people are using these platforms so that they can learn and be themselves. There is a lot of information sharing positively that can help them. For example, when we have online sessions on how to be resilient as a teenager, we use these platforms and they help them as teens to really realize exactly what they should be. However, we also have to note that there are those negative impact on resilience. For example, when our children you know, uh, technology has high pressure information. And many times, for example, when you get notification, it directs you into action. And this distraction can only be lessened if your child is resilient. And by resilience, in the context of teenage education and mentorship, we mean that for your child to stay focused, to stay energized and be goal-centered, they have to be resilient. So negatively, because of this destruction, you know, the children have to be resilient. And we have seen that, uh, of course, uh, in this digital era, many alerts of pornography, many alerts of drugs, many alerts of self-harm. I mean, I've seen children, oh my God, we move to schools and I know um, head teachers call us children do self-harm, you know, because they've seen it on, on some of the, the platforms. There is a lot of cyberbullying, being rolled into alcohol and drug abuse. I mean, all these things can only be masked or can our children can only be resistant if they have resilience. So resilience and digital error is so, so important, but only if our children are, are digitally resilient. So we have what we call digital resilience, that even if destruction comes in, even if our children get, you know, exposed to all this. Personally, I am on all almost all social media, you know, I have different social media handles, and I tell my children that, please be my friend, so it makes them feel like, you know, mom is there. I have to be digitally resilient so that I can help my children. I can help my teenagers only if we really appreciate that uh, digital era can have both positive and negative impact as far as resilience is going. But the way to manage this is to also have to be a digital citizen but also have professional backstops like us who can help instill our children in how they can have 
digital well-being being safe uh, like safety online measures the tools that we have at the stepping stone true that digital age is here and it's here to stay we cannot actually ignore it uh, dr anifa please give us an example of intentional parenting strategy that you encourage parents to adopt to navigate the challenges of adolescence at least that one example thank you for me the one example that as a person like i said I'm also a parent of teenagers. We have to create quality time with our children. In this digital era, many parents are, are present but absent. How? You are at home, but you are on phone full time. You have time to go and visit your child at school, but you are so busy on the 24-hour commitment. Creating time, no matter what, means that can we prioritize parenting? Put, have your parenting to-do list, have a parenting journal. So in your creating quality time, as you have a to-do list, that is the only way you can be able to be an intentional parenting. Because if you don't create this quality time, as far as parenting is concerned, you will not know your child. Your child will not have time for you to be a role model. You will not be able to help your child even refer them to professionals and, and then you'll start blaming them. So that's what I talked about being deliberate. So creating quality time is an example of intentional parenting nugget that we actually embrace and meta our parents through our parenting workshops, through our online you know, presence, so that we actually understand our children, so that when we journal, Parenting is part of our daily life. This is hard hitting for parents because while we go about work and succeeding in special areas, parenting journals may not have been considered. But I hope you've learned, you've listened, and I believe you're going to take action based on this. Again, uh, Dr. Nifa, how do you see the impact of your program as Stepping Stone on the wider community beyond individual families? Yeah, um... Our package is beyond individual families. How? We have a 360 degree approach. So we have packages for teenagers. We have packages for schools and communities. And we have packages for parents, the ones we call intentional parenting packages. So this 360 degree approach is actually impacting the whole sphere of influence for a teenager. Hence, we are optimistic that this will help in raising a holistic child. And this is a holistic approach to life. And when we provide an integrated package, we are thinking about the child's body because we know the teenagers are interested in their bodies. When we offer age appropriate, when we use games and, um, you know, fun and inspiration and testimonies, we actually, we are very sure that at the end of it all, with this multifaceted approach, we actually are able to impact the child through different angles. We have peer-to-peer -peer mentorships. Through this, there is going to be a lot of sustainability. How? A fellow peer, mentoring a fellow peer, brings in that environment of a likeness, you know, we are fellow peers. So we have peer ambassadors. 
that help to mentor their fellow peers. We have started Stepping Stone School Clubs. We hope in passing on this information, this approach from one generation to the other. Hence, at the end of it all, God willing, we know that we shall have a resilient, productive, and determined child. Thank you so much for that impact that is well described, Dr. Anifa. I would like to hear from you, what are your top two goals, uh, future goals and aspirations for expanding Stepping Stone program? Um, as a social entrepreneur, what I learned from Capital Solutions is that we are solving a social problem. I would like to have a one-stop center, adolescent skills hub, where teenagers will be coming in for psychosocial support, soft skilling, and hard skilling. This center should be able to look at a child in a holistic way. So I'm really looking at having this center that will help and will eventually develop satellite centers at local government level where teenagers can feel safe to be mentored in a holistic way. Teenagers have a right to knowledge and skills. So these centers will be used to help, you know, build the mindset, help teenagers have informed decisions and make life choices. Thank you. Oh, beautiful future. I can already figure it out for, you know, helping having that one-stop center. So we pray and, and hope that all that will come to fruition. Now, uh, Dr. Hanifa, I know for leaders, founders, and social entrepreneurs, we always need to build our capacity and also continue networking. As an alumni of uh, the Social Business Accelerator Program, and also a member of the Social Entrepreneurship Forum, what are the key takeaways uh, that you would like to share with the listeners from your experience? The key takeaways is that as social entrepreneurs, we need to have a continuous growth mindset. That is why the Social Entrepreneur Forum has different opportunities. We have monthly e-coffee sessions. We have a WhatsApp group where we have a lot of exchange. They give us um, funding opportunities and we have that like-mindedness. As a social entrepreneur, you must have a continuous, and I'm deliberately using the word continuous and intentional growth mindset. As an entrepreneur, you are the face or brand of the organization. So you must selfishly guard that personal brand, meaning that you have to give it time. It shouldn't be a by the way. Social entrepreneurship is about being present. And since we are solving a social problem, I also might take away through this mentorship, you know, with the social entrepreneurship forum. I know as social entrepreneurs, we can still make business out of our passion and purpose. So. We need to develop collaboratives and partners. You cannot solve all the problems. For example, Stepping Stone, I cannot solve all teenager problems. So I'm using this platform to be able to develop partnerships, but also to continue the energy and the momentum. You know, sometimes you are feeling down, but through this, 
you get people that you know hold your hand continuously and then you get moving otherwise social entrepreneurship is here to stay well put well put a space where you can be handheld build capacity and network with others is the best thing that can happen to a social entrepreneur so with that uh, as we continue to do a wrap up in the next few minutes how do you manage stress as a social entrepreneur, a wife, mother, sister, and many more? Please share with us. <laughs> I like my teenagers also usually ask, but mommy, doctor, we are stressed. How shall we manage life as a social entrepreneur? My dear, I've already given you one of the nuggets. You cannot balance this, like putting them on a weighing scale that I give 10%, 30%. The issue is that you have to be intentional and ensure that all these things, you must have a to-do list. We have to learn how to prioritize. So depending, I manage through prioritization. So when time comes, I write, when I've written my parenting journal and my, you know, work journal, I know what to do when. If it is about my children, I find a way of prioritizing. If I cannot do it myself, then I delegate how. I also have professional backstops, like how Stepping Stone is. I can delegate someone to help me with that task. But most of the time, if I cannot attend, for example, class days, I prioritize to go and see my child. And guess what? The way your child can really be so happy. My son has a book week. So he says, Mommy, in Stepping Stone, you say, prelates must be present. I want to be present. So that guilt actually makes me, he's like my accountability partner, although he's my child. So I manage this stress. Sometimes the stress is too much with work. So I also sometimes step back and think, reorganize, rethink. Otherwise, um, you need all these things. We need, for example, I need my husband in my life. Many times he's the one who puts his face to advertise for activities of stepping stone. So I need my family by the way. Family is very, very supportive. So what I do is that basically I journal. When I journal, I draw lines. When should I be a mother? When should I be a wife? When should I be a, a, an entrepreneur and try to be able to cover all that? But for sure, we need all these things in our lives. Very, very correct. Oh my God, it's, it's just mind blogging. So I would love to hear from you as we wrap up, Dr. Anifa. Do you have any final thoughts or key pieces of advice to parents or adolescents? As a parent, as a fellow parent, let's have intentionality. Two, let's know that times have changed. Let children be. We are overexerting ourselves onto our children. We want our children to be identical. Even DNA can never be a hundred percent. Know your child, allow them to be. You know, let them be their next best version. However, as parents, let's be the authority. God gave us that role. We are the authority. But as we practice that authority, we must know that we need 
our children to discover themselves. We have our full-time jobs. If you if you 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 have this job, ensure that you incorporate in parenting. And you know, parenting is so stressful. And you cannot have one recipe to parent. You need professional backstops. Gone are the days when you think you know it all. I see parents saying, you say, in our days, in our days, yes. Be the authority, incorporate and integrate your days with the days now, because you are living now. Parenting is not for cowards. Don't throw that God-given role. Ensure that you actually have professional backstop in your parenting journey. Reach out to people like us, and we can be able to work together. We mentor and move this journey of intentional parenting. Let the children be their next best self with you as the authority. But be intentional. Parenting is not for cowards. Amazing. Uh, intentional parenting is not for cowards, I think, dear listeners. And that wraps up another insightful episode of our Social Entrepreneurship in Africa podcast, Season 4. I hope you enjoyed our exploration into the crucial realm of building resilience in teenagers. I want to express my deepest gratitude to our esteemed guest, Dr. Hanifa, the CEO and founder of Stepping Stones, for sharing her expertise and passion for building resilience in teenagers. I appreciate each one of you for listening into this episode. Stay connected with us on our social media platforms, on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, all under the handle at Capital Solutions. Thank you once more, and I look forward to having you with us again in the next episode. Have a great time as you listen. Thank you.